Yep. Crickets again. Crickets again. I am not at 631 headquarters. I am at the dot cave. I'm in the dot cave. And this is episode 106 of Hayes Hops. But it's not so hazy once again. It's not so hazy once again. Uh, we're at each other's throats for 20. I said nothing about your chair this week. I said nothing at all. All I said was, leave the door unlocked so I can come in. You had an issue with it. And here I am once again in the dot cave. Uh, yeah, it, it was 12, 13 degrees uh, last night. And... um. I didn't feel like sitting outside. Uh, you know how you do when I come up to the door. You take your you take your fucking time to come down the steps, and um, and I I wasn't having it. I wasn't having it. I all all I, all I wanted was a simple, simple, simple request. Unlock the door so I could walk in. You didn't do it, so that's why I'm here today. Um, <clears throat> I can only sum this week up. This week, man. We had snow, we had ice. The city is shitty because they did nothing to clean up the snow like they should. And uh, even up here on the hill, uh, at dot at, at at the dot cave, uh, we have a guy that lives up here. It's supposed to be the maintenance man, but uh, obviously, our parking lot was not one that he wanted to uh, shovel up. He had a truck up here two fucking weeks beforehand. Seen it all week until until time for it to snow and yeah man it's still snow up here man there's still people that uh haven't shoveled their shit out i had to shovel my way into work and as soon as i got on 81 to leave out oh it was just fine everywhere else looked great everywhere but roanoke you know i can sum it up by just saying this I concur with Brett the Hitman Hart 100%. Uh, well, seems that nobody's smoking anything today. And once again, I don't have to smell anything. I'll be doing the whole show today. And uh, it's definitely uh, about 10 write-ups. Email to 420 as this show starts. Uh, what am I drinking on, though? Hmm, I had one of these last time I went solo dolo. Why not do it again? It is, once again, Perlenbacher Premium Pilsner Beer. 4.9% alcohol volume. You know, something easy. It's a pint. It's a pint, though, so I should feel a little bit, you know, but I wasn't going to go in too heavy. Uh, I haven't ate anything yet, so I'm going to pop the top off this thing. Ah, yeah, buddy. Take a little swig of it. Mmm. Yeah, that is rich. That is rich. And right now, when the Royal Rumble season, in case if you didn't know, Royal Rumble coming next week, uh, next Saturday to be exact, uh, it seems to be a decent card, I guess. I don't like the way that they pretty much named the women in the uh, women's Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm all about surprises. So you better surprise me, Vince and Bruce, because right now, <clears throat> shit, I'm not necessarily looking forward 
to an already predictable Royal Rumble as is uh, referring to the women. Um, I do think Bailey is still going to be my pick to win. We'll see if they have another trick up their sleeve. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, that show will go down next week. Uh, let's find a Royal Rumble to watch today, shall we? Um, hmm. I'm kind of feeling, let's go to... Let's do Royal Rumble 1995 today, as a matter of fact. This is when Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble. Uh, British Bulldog almost did it, but unfortunately, he forgot to make sure that Shawn Michaels was eliminated. Um, yeah, he forgot that he was eliminated. One foot only touched the ground. Uh, British Bulldog started uh, prematurely celebrating and ended up getting tossed over the fucking ropes. Shawn Michaels won. So we're going to get into that. As you we get credit card. Turn this down. Your hard work pays off. Unless your butler also has a butler, then you're probably fine. Get the app that makes money simple and helps you reach your financial goals. Yeah, we're going to turn it down so we can get into it so you guys can hear what I have to offer for this week's episode 106. Um... I swear Mondays are getting worse. They're getting worse by the week. So we're going to jump into that. And I'm going to jump into episode 106 as we watch the Royal Rumble 1995. All right. <laughs> Let's get to it. Must be MLK Day. <laughs> Must be Monday. And maybe with a positive outlook for Monday, maybe they give us a positive show. I think not. I think not. It was coming from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And the bitch, Becky Lynch, opens up the show. Even though she's the bitch, she gets a little Becky chant. And she says she's responsible for the women's division being so hot. She talks about the legends being at the Royal Rumble. And she makes stars like Piper Niven challenging her at the Rumble. Uh, Becky says she's got Piper uh, that title match. And she makes people better than she be Then she beats them. She admits that she made a name for herself coming from Scotland. But then again, no dewdrop will be women's champion. I don't call it Dewdrop. I always call it Piper Niven. Fuck that Dewdrop name. Piper Niven interrupts and says Becky didn't give her shit. Nope. Piper got herself the championship and stayed the fuck out of her way tonight. Oh my god. This spells tag team matches. Bianca Belair interrupts. She's fine. Oh, lord, she's fine. And she's the EST of the WWE. She claimed Becky is scared of Bianca and she's officially entering in the Royal Rumble. And you've heard all the rest before, uh, of how the rumble goes down and Liv Morgan said uh Liv Morgan and that stupid entrance music of hers uh she comes out and she entered herself in a royal rumble claim she's gonna win it all <laughs> shit <laughs> Piper Niven had it right as she acted like she was asleep yeah because this Monday night trash puts us asleep on the regular she wants a ref to get that shit a cracking Piper Niven and Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan, will they be able to coexist? Well, you know the saying of this rerun shit. Manhandle slam on Liv, but Piper breaks up Becky's cover. She tags herself in and splashes Liv, and Piper Niven gets the win. Then, wham! Bunzai drop to Becky. The message is sent. Uh, Vince is said to be very high on, uh, on the performance of Piper Niven. Let's see if that pays off uh, next Saturday at the Rumble. Yeah, Shawn Michaels entered number one. Uh, entered number one at this specific Royal Rumble. We're talking about 1995. 
it seems that they have nothing else going on for Becky Lynch or Liv Morgan. Uh, I think they've given up on Liv Morgan as we speak. Uh, no rating for that one. Reggie asked for advice from Edge. Run, nigga. <laughs> They're trying their best to say something good about Dan Brooke by using Beth Phoenix. But shit ain't working. This shit is not working. She is the value to 24-7 championship if it had any value to begin with. Uh, the Copelands even chop it up with Damian Priest and Edge likes the festive shit. Yeah, he loves it. And someone delivered Beth a message from Maurice who wants to meet in the ring. Edge knows there's going to be some fuck shit, so he's coming along as well. Kevin Owens is excited about his match with Damian Priest who sees through KO's bullshit. KO had an announcement uh, before their match, so we got Kevin Owens versus Damian Priest. Before that, though, it's another Kevin Owens show because everyone has a fucking show. Wow. So, British Bulldog was the number two entrance. So, they both ran the gauntlet in this Royal Rumble. And uh, if there was any time to put the title on the British Bulldog, it was around this time. But he never he never got uh, the big win. Uh, his biggest uh, title win came at SummerSlam. I believe it was 1992 at Wembley Stadium in front of his hometown crowd, uh, beating Bret Hart. But... Uh, as as you can see, uh, that didn't happen when it came to British Bulldog getting to the big one. Anyway, like I was saying, um, Kevin Owens shits on Tulsa, Oklahoma, and his guest is his current best friend, the Drip God, uh, Seth. I got on a little uh, Debbie Zebra <laughs> cake suit, <laughs> Rollins. <laughs> Kale says he admires the Drip God, especially them fire-ass suits. And he admires his courage for showing up on SmackDown as well. And Chief may claim to be ahead of the table, but Drip set the table. Ah, Seth. Drip says Chief is scared, and he even sent his cousins, but they couldn't get the job done. Drip is going to turn that blue belt back to red. And KO is excited that Drip is coming back to Monday Night Trash with that title. That means Brock will go to SmackDown, and Drip is taking on Lashley later. They're killing two birds with one stone, and oh yeah, I announced my entrance in the Royal Rumble last week, and KO just announced his entrance in the Rumble as well. Yeah, I announced my shit last week. I'm going to be there. Everybody else is there. Why not me? Shit. I want to I wanna be a part of it. Main event mania. Uh, yeah, uh, KO says then he and Drip can have their match, and Drip digs that. Yeah, right. I think this would be a big screw job. Uh, and hell, if K if KO turns face once again, who cares? He's done it a lot. He is the new big show of turning face and heel as of late. Damian Priest interrupts and says, stay in line. The Festus won't show up. Oh, yeah. The match starts after this championship contender bullshit. And you know what that means. It was even a solid match. And it means nothing when it's championship contender shit. And why would I even care? Why would I care if it was the title? It was uh, if it was for the title when I've already seen this fucking match. KO is favoring his left knee and gets the ref's attention. Gotcha, bitch. Wham! Stunner on Priest and KO gets the win. This is as good as the storylines get. Going to greatly written stories to get our attention. Bruce STD Pritchard only caters to one guy, and you know who that is. Uh, more on the STD shit later. It doesn't mean a sexually transmitted disease, though. It means something else, especially for you, Bruce. Uh, no rating for that because, man, like we're going to see probably this match once again. Probably next week because that's all they do. Uh, Nikki A.S.H. tells Sarah. 
No slapper, sleeper, sleeper, sleeper song? No, no, whatever, 420. Her plan is that she stands on her own and Rhea should be down and out. Rhea broke up their team and flushed their friendship down the fucking toilet. She's the people's hero and sometimes heroes gotta do shit they don't understand. Hmm, whatever. Well, it's the Alpha Academy graduation. Yeah, greetings and salutations. Chad Gable has a master's degree, just in case you didn't know. He goes heel Kurt Angle on Tulsa and he shits on the crowd's intelligence. Tonight ain't about him though. It's about the valedictorian, his prized pupil, Otis. Last week he passed the exam by decimating the RK bros and securing the tag team championships. He presents the diploma to Otis and Gable helped him reach his pure potential and he will unleash carnage to anyone who steps in their way. Matt Riddle wants a part in the celebration. He has a cap and gown as well. Uh, he has a speech prepared and it felt just like last week. He and Randy Orton were the tag team champions, but today their lives changed forever after the graduation. Gable disapproves of the speech and Riddle is uh, proud. He's proud of it. Gable says he ruined the greatest night of Otis's life and does he want a rematch? Well, Riddle says that's a great idea, but where's Orton? Huh? Gable says Riddle has to prove himself in an academic challenge before they get that match. And the big O has had enough as he goes for Riddle, wham. RKO and Gable and Riddle takes out Otis. Orton puts the puts on the cap and gown and they accept. So we're gonna have perhaps another month or so with RK Bro and Alpha Academy feuding because they have nothing else creative to do. Um will they get back those tag titles? I don't think so. We we perhaps need to do something to get get more tag team uh title contenders. And then quit seeing the same shit that they do over and over and over and over every week, man. Man, it's getting frustrating. Austin Thurry is in office of Vince McMahon reviewing the last match of him losing to Finn Balor. And Theory says he whipped Finn's ass after the match, so it was a half victory. Vince says if he don't beat Finn tonight, he's going to beat up Theory. Take a selfie and send it to his mama. So, with that, we have Finn Balor versus Austin Theory. Seen this match a few weeks ago. Who won? Well, the news is Vince ain't feeling Finn, and he has took the Jeff Hardy role play, uh, to help younger talent. So, what does that tell you? Huh? What does that tell you? Finn loses in a short, very short effort. He went for the coup de grace and misses. Rolling Thunder drop kick and an ATL. A selfie is took. Theory gets the win. He beats up Finn and hits another ATL. Congrats, Finn. Congrats. Congratulations. You're now enhancement talent. And I hate it for Finn Balor, aka Prince Devitt. I definitely see that there's a lot of money out there left outside the WWE for Finn Balor. I'm sorry, Prince Devitt, to go on. And now since the Elite has happened, now since the Bullet Club is still ongoing, that is an awesome story that has yet to be told on how Finn Balor, uh, Prince Devitt, uh, he originally created the Bullet Club. Man, we could get uh, Devitt versus Omega. Devitt versus Adam Cole. We can get we get plenty of Devitts versus anybody between New Japan, uh, AEW, and we'll make for great TV. Uh, wow, Doctor Tom Pritchard. I think I'm more fond of Tom Pritchard than STD Bruce. <laughs> more on the STD later. And, of course, no rating for that one, neither, uh, for that match pertaining to Finn Balor and Austin Theory. I will say this, though, uh, even though I disagree with a lot of stuff, I see a star in Austin Theory. Apparently, Vince sees a big star in him, and Vince is right on this aspect. Big money. 
uh, for Austin Theory in the future. Um, well, anyway, Rhea tells Sarah her career is in the dumps and she's dead when it comes to creative. <laughs> that ain't what she said, man, but it's pretty much what it is. So we have Rhea Ripley versus Nikki A.S.H. And we didn't get crazy, Nikki, so who cares? Vince and them don't. And who gives a fuck about the Queen, Zelina, and Carmella? Who gives a fuck what they have to say? And they did predict that this would happen between Rhea and Nikki, and they're stirring the pot. Uh, Zelina calls Rhea a low-class loser and doesn't have the guts to win a title on her own. And we got batshit crazy Nikki, but behind that stupid mask as she fucked up Rhea on the outside. But the match never started. Uh, oh shit Whew. it'll happen next week yeah that match will happen next week very i'm very sour on Rhea ripley and nikki ash uh when you change stuff that doesn't need to be changed this is what happens uh referring to nikki ash well nikki cross and uh as far as Rhea goes man i'm with 420 with what he said last week and uh we had a discussion about that yeah she needs a total makeover because this this Rhea ripley is dead. It's dead. Well, question. Question. Do you give a fuck about a Dana Brooke and Reggie? And I'm going to say no. <laughs> Don't take that Dana advice. You're going to lose, nigga. R-Truth said Dana must hate Reggie. She told him to get got. <laughs> Reggie versus Osmosis. I guess you want me to say that Reggie won, right? <laughs> fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here. Vince said Dean Ambrose didn't look right in that Bane jacket. Here you go, Osmosis. <laughs> as he had on a Bane looking jacket as well. Truth to Zawa and Tamina still running for that 24-7 championship. Osmosis scares the shit out of them. And a double arm choke bombs Reggie. And Osmosis got the win. Man, as I say that I'm not giving it any ratings, man. I guess this will be a bad beer because this is a bad show. Uh, let's rate this a... Uh, how about a bottle a 40 ounce bottle of Colt 45 that has several cigarette butts in it because it's used as an ashtray now yeah it's bad it's awful all right uh the copelands uh well speaking of which i'm over the copelands versus the mizanins maurice says the miz ain't there and she got to clean up his mess she wants to talk to beth phoenix who ain't alone edge is there and maurice wants the match canceled at the rumble she don't want it and beth don't want it and the fans don't want it neither. And in my opinion, she's right. I don't want that shit. She tells Bet. Who was who was Bet? Who was Bet Phoenix? I thought that was an H in there, but I guess that's a French thing. Uh yeah, she says that Bet and her are friends, and uh so should their daughters be. And Beth wants Maurice to shut the fuck up. She ain't buying the shit, and she must have been taking acting lessons from Mike. The match is still on unfortunately, and she ain't missing tagging with Edge for the first time. She ain't missing glam slamming Maurice and wants to give her one tonight. We call her Maurice because Maurice is just uh just a regular thing. Man, how about it? The king of hearts, Owen Hart. Like, I love watching these uh, older Royal Rumbles because, of course, you get surprise entrance. And he just got attacked by Bret the Hitman Hart <laughs> in the middle of the uh, of the entranceway. Bret ain't having that shit. Yeah, frustration ain't the goddamn word for it. It's bullshit. Man, I feel you 100% on that Bret Hart. I feel you 100%. All right, man. Um... Where was I? Where was I? Yeah, glam slamming uh, Maurice and 
Beth wants to give her a glam slam tonight. Miz attacked Edge, who got the upper hand, but is distracted. Beth, who got whacked in the back of the head with a loaded purse. I think it was a brick in it, bitch. And this doesn't get me any more excited than I already was for the match. Get this shit over with, please. The Street Profits are going to be in the Rumble. Well, who ain't, nigga? Who ain't? They tagging up with the Mysterios who are also in the Rumble. And this just in, Oreo, yeah, little Oreo, my puppy of a niece, has just announced that she's entering the Royal Rumble as well. <laughs> Street Profits and the Mysterios versus Apollo, Commander Dibba Dabba, and the Dirty Losers. Whatever, man. How many fucking times, man? I can't say I paid any attention to this one as I was raiding the refrigerator as this match was going along. The Mysterios took out Dibba Dabba, fuck the Dirty Losers, the anointment, and the cash out on Apollo gets the Prophets and the Mysterios to win. The Mysterios tossed out the Prophets, and Dominic was tossed out by his pappy. And we all know Ray is a former winner of the Rumble, and let's face it, all these niggas getting eliminated. What are you talking about, 420? I'm not getting eliminated, 420. I ran the gauntlet. I came in there first, and I ended, and, and I ended up winning I, I threw I threw whoever it was, I forget, over in the Royal Rumble of 2006, 420, and it can happen again, 420. Uh, Ray, Ray I, I don't think that you uh, are looking at your surroundings. We're at the dot cave right now. Uh, there is no 420. I know 420, but I'm 211. Sure, 420. All right, whatever. Congratulations to you uh, getting the cover of... Uh, wwe 2k22 that i'm probably gonna rent uh i'm not gonna buy it i've, I've got to test it out before spending that money well 420 you should go ahead and buy it 420 because i'm on there 420 i have my career mode on there 420 i'm 211 all right 420 all right all right Ray. whatever yeah no rating for that one by the way uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman ain't there this week, but there is a good video package hyping up Lashley versus Lesnar. Now that part was was great. Like I like when they put together put together these video package and actually show it some seriousness, as this is one of the only serious things they are uh, promoting for the Royal Rumble. Oh, look at the Harris brothers when they were Jacob and Eli Blue. There was like some Mountaineers uh, talking about the big twins. Uh, Ron and Don Harris, I believe it is, but I could be wrong. But yeah, they were Jacob and Eli Blue, and they used to come out with Dirty Dutch Mantel, aka Zeb Coulter, and Shawn Michaels just eliminated one of them twinses, just like that. It's back down to the British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels in Royal Rumble 1995. All right, man. Uh, well, we get well. We'll get to this. The Alexa Bliss therapy. Well, she ain't tear shit up this week. We learned that she needs Lily, and that's all. Yeah, that's all. The almighty Bobby Lashley versus the Drip God, Seth Rollins. Ah, uh, Seth? No thunder and lightning. The MVP said, fuck that shit. I ain't trying to get hit with this altar pyro. <laughs> My suit costs too much to get burnt. And yeah, man, he, wait, he waited behind. <laughs> all right, guess we're in the lane of tweeners. We don't know who's face or heel, but this wasn't a bad match at all. Man, the softest suicide dive in the business got countered into a belly-to-belly -belly overhead suplex to Rollins on the outside. And Rollins attacked the left leg of Lashley, taking the big man off his feet. Lashley regains his shit. Uh, with them suplexes and neckbreaker is a uh, neckbreaker uh, and then a dominant a very dominant dominator Lashley spear was counter into the roaring elbow and the pedigree couldn't put Lashley away 
Damn, over the head, belly to belly, from the top to the drip god, and the I'm hurt business, the I'm hurt business, attack Lashley causing a DQ. Man, it got fucked up again, this drip watched. They got fucked up again, and then wham! Super kicked the Rollins by guess who? Guess who? The Usos. Message sent by the Chief. Believe that. Bobby, Bobby, you got to get these hands, Bobby. You don't want to take, you don't want to take us back, Bobby. Me and Shelton used to hate, hate each other, Bobby, but we came together with a common cause to take care of you, Bobby, because you don't want to take us back, Bobby. Bobby, please. Bobby, Bobby, please. Yeah. If, well, there was, well, I guess I could rate this one. Uh, that last match was all right. So this could get a, a ice cold. I guess it's a Miller High Life. Um. It's only to enhance both uh, said title matches with uh, with Rollins taking on Chief, uh, Lashley taking on Lesnar. So they made the best of it, and yeah, out of all of that, that that was decent at the end, and uh, that that's my last shot as well. All right, we're gonna move on because I still got plenty of time left. I got plenty of time left. We're gonna get into NXTRL. Colors, colors, colors. Yeah, television's biggest gateway to a migraine and the brightest trip in the WWE. Here's your host, Dot Man Daily. Here's your host, Dot Man Daily. Dot Man Daily. Dot Man. All right, that's real funny. That's real funny. I have to get my own self an ovation. Because there's nobody here to give a, give an ovation for me. Yeah, I, I don't set well with that. Not at all. But get your groove ready for this move or give it up for a night named L.A. hollering at Chase University in Benson and Hedges. They haven't seen Grayson Waller. And uh, this one was brought to you by the makers of Oakley Eyewear. Yeah, you're not cool unless you have on a pair of Oakleys. And when you take them off, you rest them. You put them on backwards to where the back of your head is now getting shade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fans dig LA Knight and he's money. They should kick that dork out that was booing him though. Let him talk to you. Where is that Australian vanilla ice? So watch start. He's acting like a bitch though. Grayson Waller is acting like a little hoe. Word to your mothers. Word to your mothers. He says Waller couldn't get the job done starting at Halloween Havoc. He couldn't do it at War Games. Waller had enough when he took Shouty backstage because he knew he couldn't get the job done. And out comes Waller with a restraining order for his and Knight's safety. This had to happen. If Knight gets within 50 feet of Waller, he'll get arrested immediately. Knight asked the fans, what do they think? And they replied, rip that shit. Yeah, they said it. <laughs> they cussing. They cussing at NXT. Knight has a better idea, and his name is Dexter Loomis, who crept up on Waller, almost silencing him. Waller's got to make a choice, though. Either get beat the fuck up by Dexter Loomis or be a man and get beat up by Knight. Either way, he getting beat the fuck up. Yeah. All right. Well, Waller chose Dexter Loomis, and Loomis had some get back, too. And Waller injured that arm of his a while ago, and Loomis had revenge on his mind as he went in on Waller, who tries to re-injure that arm in this match. Loomis tries silencing Waller, again, who escaped to the outside, and Waller distracted the ref. Veer still coming, people. So they say, and he's still coming, but his former tag team partner who leaked Keith Lee celebrating his title win over Adam Cole back uh, back about a year or two ago uh, when, when Keith Lee became the uh, double champion, 
Yeah, his name's Sarav Gajur is back. And looks like someone said, let that shit die down. We're about to get rid of Keith Lee anyway. So as soon as he hits the main roster, you probably will get your job back. Wham! Roller Thunder Stunner gets Waller to win over Loomis. Waller has some security now. As in the other member, I forget what their tag team was called, uh, their, uh, their brief tag team was called when it was managed by uh, Malcolm Bivens. But yeah, uh, other guy, not Veer, is back in the NXT. Oh man, it's a who's who in this Royal Rumble right here. We got the man, uh, what is it? Man Beast Mantar. Mantar. And uh, we got Made in America Lex Luger in there right now. Is British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels are still fighting on this Royal Rumble. Uh, as far as the, uh, as far as rating for this match, yeah, I throw it another Miller High Life. Uh, I guess it's by default. Um, this is the better show, even though the ratings don't show it, uh, because people, including myself, are frustrated at how NXT has changed, and no one's really happy with these changes at all. Nothing needed to be changed. All you had to do was open up, open back up the PC and you didn't have to change the colors. Of course, this is nothing but pettiness when it comes to STD Pritchard and Vince McMahon on somebody doing a better job than they could ever do when it comes to professional wrestling. All right. Malcolm Bivens says the Creek Brothers are going to sprint through the Dusty Cup and Imperium. Walter said, what? What? He yokes Bivens up and Roderick Strong tells Walter to let him go, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, even Strong got a homeboy. He and Walter will battle later because Strong ain't afraid of him. Oh, boy. All right, man. The Dusty Cup is on its way. Jacket time. Grizzle Young Veterans. Benson the Hedges. The Creed Brothers. Andre Chase and his student from Chase University. I don't know his name yet. Uh, I, need to, I need to look that up. And I wish, they'd, uh, I wish they'd give these guys their just due. Legato Del Fantasma. Malik Blade and Idris Anofi, and MSK wraps it up for the teams in the tournament. And who will come out on top? Uh, my pick is Legato Del Fantasma, and uh, more on that later. <laughs> Raul Mendoza tells MSK uh, they won't win a tournament again, and he's got a bullet to prove it. <laughs> Leave that shit alone, MSK. You don't, you, don't want, you don't want the blicky. The Creed Brothers versus Benson and Hedges. Guess what? Uh... Well, I guess the Diamond Mine has went face. And uh, where's Ivy now? Hmm? Well, Smoking Guns 2.0, version 2.0, got heavy cowbell in their entrance music. Yeah, they, they was heavy on the cowbell. And uh, the Creed Brothers are dope. They are absolutely dope. Uh, and this is dope. This Perlenbacher premium Pilsner pint of goodness. Let me, let me take another swig. Mm. It's definitely a, a lighter version of a Heineken. It's in between Heineken and Heineken Light. It's it's not strong Heineken. But I'm enjoying this beer, though. It is absolutely delicious. I need to re-up on those. I need to re-up on, re on, on my IPAs and other beers as well. You know, I like to drink beer. But look at Billy Gunn. Smoking Guns Billy Gunn with the mullet and the moustache. He's just in at the rumble. We have... Uh, we have Just Incredible, a.k.a. Aldo Montoya, uh, the Portuguese man of war back then. Yeah, man. Henry, Henry Godwin is in there now. We, you know, this this is a this is a rumble that I'm probably, I'm, I'm heavy into this rumble shit. 
anyway, like I was saying, the Creed brothers are dope, man. I love the amateur wrestling background. And Benson, though, need the mouth guard out of the mouth of Brutus. <clears throat> Shit. Hard-hitting match uh, through and through for both teams. Julius takes out Benson on the outside, bending the barricade. Hedges didn't see that tag from Julius. Brutus hits the slam from the shoulders. Thanks, Vic Joseph. And I'm going to say uh, Wade Barrett, too. Is the edict to not name these maneuvers at all? Y'all just sit there. Ooh! Oh! Yeah, he just hit a devastating maneuver. I'm not going to name. That's Vic Joseph. That's what he does. Julius hits a baseball slide clothesline of hedges. I know it's Briggs, but fuck that. Fuck that. It's Benson and Hedges. Yeah, this is our show. That's Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles. Yeah, the Diamond Mine gets the win and advances in the Dusty Cup. And uh, I'll give this one, I'll give this match a Coors Light with a blue. And yeah, blue, blue, cold blue mountains because I dig the Creed Brothers. And I, I must say, uh, this is probably one of the better matches that uh, Jensen and Briggs, but I love to call them Benson and Hedges. Uh, this is a better match, a better showing for them. All right, Walter ensures he'll beat Roderick Strong tonight as he speaks to the rest of Imperium in Imperium. <laughs> I believe it's Austrian and German that they are speaking in. Uh, Dante Chin has returned from knee injury and he lost and the loss of his father. The Singaporean is back. Yeah, we haven't seen him since the debut of this version of NXT 2.0 or TRL, what have you. Dante Chin versus the Santos Escobar stunt double. <laughs> Guru Raj, and you will find here where Esco ain't or when the block is hot. <laughs> Duke Hudson says, fuck this match as he attacks both Chin and Raj. He snapped after that embarrassment courtesy of Cameron Grimes, and I guess that poker shit is over with. Yeah, I guess that whole gimmick is over with because he looked batshit crazy. Uh, we'll see what they have more to offer with them coming up in the weeks. And Joe Gacy ain't mad at Harlan, but it would have been cool to win the Dusty Cup. Talk about nice guys, man. They even hold the door open for injured Odyssey Jones. Uh, speculation is it's his ankle. <clears throat> Sarah's cousin McKenzie is with the NXT champ Bronson Steiner, who says Santos Escobar is a great performer, but it's Electra. Yeah, that's the way it goes for 20, not the hustle. Yeah, Electra Lopez interrupts and Steiner halts that shit quick. He ain't XY on. I'm telling you right now, I see what you did to him. I want no parts of it, even though you fine as fuck. No, keep on walking. Esco says he ain't got to worry about Electra, though. He's got to worry about them goons. And, um, uh, shit, them blinds is closed. My, my bad, Esco, my bad. Esco says the title will look better on him in whatever match that looks like will be on the time of Esco. I'm very afraid that it's going to happen, but, you know, no one vents in them. It's going to happen. Esco is going to get fed to uh, to Bronson Steiner. I think Esco is more uh, more than a uh, damn Bret Hart attacking every fucking body. <laughs> he came out attacking Bob Backlund. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Well, yeah, man, uh, I, I just don't, I, I don't like Esco being underutilized as he is because they have much value. Just the whole thing of Legato Del Fantasma should be bigger than what it is, man. They got, they got it. All right, man, uh, Tony D'Angelo eulogizes Pete Dunne, who tried to avoid this, but it had to be done. Yeah, it had to be done. It was a closed casket service, and they can't mourn forever. Uh, Tony D is on the bigger and better things to peace after defeating a decorated Dunn. Bada beam, bada boom. I'm looking for the gold. 
the North American champion is, is, is in his radar. And Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes says they've had a better uh, memorial service last week as they, as they put uh, Roderick Strong on a t-shirt and poured some out for the nigga. Trick says he thought that they were folk, though. He thought they was cool. And Tony D says he's already got his click. Carmelo says the title is his business. And if Tony D keeps it up, it'll be another closed casket service. <laughs> Cameron Grimes says that Tony D is going to have to wait in line. And he's coming for that championship. But he ain't heard back from Melo. He's, uh, here's a little bit of logic, though. Melo says the winner of Tony D versus Cameron Grimes will take on Melo for the title. And at least it ain't no championship contender shit. At least it ain't that. And done. Uh, no, Tony D tries sneaking Grimes, but he smashes Tony D over the head with the Pete Dunn memorial picture. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that they are having a match like this to get to the number one contender spot. More of this. More this. Damn, Bits and the Hedges, Team Little Bit didn't care. Because you took a bit, you took it out, you took your foot and put it in your mouth. The little beats, the little beats. Yeah, Team Little Bit didn't care about them being eliminated from the Dusty Cup. They just want to have some fun at the bar. And Wendy Chu says Benson got a thing thing for Kaylin Carter, but Benson says not like that. He just trying to hit it and quit it. God damn, man, you ain't have to say that out loud, though. Looked like he put his foot in his mouth as Hedges, a.k.a. Briggs, said, Damn, homie, you might have even fucked it up for me, too. And I think I speak for 420 and myself. Uh, we've all had uh, opportunities at some cutting meat, and whoever we was fucking hanging with that said some dumb shit, shouted and got mad at, uh, at, 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 at the homie, and then she's, she's tagging along with a friend. I was almost on to third base, but, she, but she's ready to go, and she takes a friend along with her, man. You know, fucked it up for all of us. Now you got that dumb look on your face. Like, what did I say? What did I say? Needless to say, we don't hang with these motherfuckers like that no more. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I love yams. I love them. How many of us have them? Hmm. I love yams. Oh, shit. Uh, even though they come from uh, Brazil, Valentina Verose and you losing Leon, who is from Mexico. Sprinkle a little pico on that thing. And I'll... <laughs> And I'll save that dusty cup. Said I'll save that dusty cup. Well, I'll save that dusty cup for you. The kill, <laughs> Dakota Houston. <laughs> she had some advice for Valentina Verose and you losing Leon. Nothing divides a friendship more than success. And you losing Leon don't like that shit. And a match may happen later. <laughs> Whitney Kai. Dakota Houston. <laughs> Kayla Ray versus Ivy now. Hey, well, there she is. I like what Ivy has to offer. These are math skills, but there was distractions, distractions in this match. That toxic NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose distracts Kaylee, who almost got Gory Bomb. Ivy, uh, Ivy, but is countered into a sunset flip pin. Ivy now gets the win. And there's some eye hoy. Yes, that IHOI. That it stands for the International House of Yams after the match. Yeah, we got we got Waffle Housing on Monday Night Trash. We got a little bit of Huddle Housing on SmackDown. But on NXT, it's always IHOI. IHOI. Yeah, man. JC Jane and Gigi Dolan join in on the beatdown. And Persia Piranha, Peruta, Perita, uh, Perina, Parado. 
Yeah, with Indy Loomis helps Kaylee run off Toxic Attraction. This, this looks like a six-woman tag match uh, happening uh, possibly next week, folks. Um, I like to give this one a little... Yeah, this is this is a little barefoot spritzer in a can. Uh, I say the... Uh, I want to say the... The Moscato? The Moscato one? Yeah, it's it's small, but it packs quite a punch. And I Ivy Nile packs quite a punch. You know, she's little, but she's definitely devastating. I like her mat skills as she's improving uh when it comes to her ring work in NXT. Alright, Harlan went Tanya Harding. <laughs> Why is everybody going Tanya Harding? <laughs> this time on Odyssey Jones, fucking up that knee in the training room and gacing them. Really helped out Jones because it was questionable what was going on with that leg. And there's no question now, nigga. That leg fucked up. You're welcome. <laughs> Saray has went double Josie. And Saray is now looking more like Sakura. Vince and Bruce, STD Pritchett don't give a fuck about Japanese wrestlers like Triple H did. Like, why does she have to go to school, girl? How come she couldn't have been developed... As in something that could be transitioned into something as far as, you know, American wrestling goes like Io Shirai did. Speaking of which, where's Io? I haven't seen her in a couple of weeks. <sighs> anyway, man, I, I hate it for Saray because she had so much potential and promise before then. Knowing Vince and STD Pritchard, you're probably going to take that devastating dropkick from her too motherfuckers. Alright, we have Legado Del Fantasma versus Idris Inofe and Malik Blade, homeboy! This is a Dusty Cup match. Lots of luchin and coke. <sighs> my bad. I, 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 I'm I like Ron Burgundy. If it's on my screen, I read it, and it's bad. I need to do better with that. <sighs> well, luchin, luchin. It was luchin. Esco was ejected for the interference, and he don't want to leave, and that fucked it up for his crew. They went for the hit. That's what I call a finisher, because Vic Joseph doesn't. Uh, name anything, but it was countered after Joaquin Wilde was sent over the ropes. Malik Blade helps uh, Heat and Inofe advance, and he gets the win over Mendoza with the most steadiest undefeated, undisputed move in all the WWE history, the surprise roll-up. Bronson Steiner took Esco off the apron and carried him to the back, and damn, just like that, my pick is gone, man. And even Vic Joseph joked the embarrassing Dallas Cowboys after the embarrassing loss last Sunday to the 49ers. Barrett blamed the referee like Dak Prescott. Nah, bruh. Nah, Dak. That's on you, nigga. And I hope this don't cause any attention in Legato, uh, any tension in Legato Del Fantasma. A little bump. <laughs> Should calm that shit down. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't think I'm going to rate. I don't think I'm going to rate that one, man. Well, I'll, I'll rate it. I'll rate it. Ice cold Mickey's. Ice cold Mickey's. I seen a dope ass Mickey's t-shirt on. I think it's T Republic. I'm gonna have to cop. I'm copping that and the old English 800 t-shirt. I think they got a Code 45 joint that I'm gonna uh, cop as well. Uh, I won't drink no beers, but them shirts is dope. Yeah, I can I can match them shits up with some J's. Speaking of J's, I got on my house shoes. These are the house shoe threes that I have on today. Because honestly, what's the use of putting on J's if I ain't leaving the crib up? Hmm? Yeah, I'm going to be comfortable today. All right. Uh, whatever Malcolm Bivens said about Roderick Strong, beating Walter sounds good, but Walter ain't fucking losing. Nah, man. <laughs> I got burnt by Boa. 
Solo Side Baby ain't been burnt by Fireball before, and he got some war paint left over by Jay and Jimmy when they was uh when when they was wearing the war paint, cause he's on top, and damn it I do, and damn it god damn it god damn it I do. Yeah, man, but that burn looked infected. That look that looked like some other shit, uh solo side baby. Uh, what what you doing? What you doing in your spare time? Side baby will get his get back, I guess, next week. Yeah, man, um, Dakota, Dakota Houston, <laughs> Whitney Kai versus Uliza, Uliza Leon. I call her Uliza for right now. I like the way she rocked them hips. Yeah, she was rocking them hips, man. There's something about Latina and the way they move those hips, shaking them Latino yams. Everyone thinks Dakota Kai is a fucking hater, and that's why she keep losing. And that's a bad demon. Hating is a disease, and if you have any haters in your life, you need them. Uh, refer, uh, According to Cat Williams, you do, cause uh, that that just goes to show that you're doing your shit right, man. But you don't need to be around those hater, haters because hating is contagious, in my opinion. Them feet still work though, as as she kicks the shit out of Leon. Nice fallaway slam pin from Leon. That's a dope finisher if she continues to keep that in her arsenal. But Yaliza is still you losing out after getting that big boot in the corner from Kai, who gets the win. Yeah, she needed a win, though. Uh, she needed a win. Uh, I don't know what Kai is going to be doing unless she's going to continue screwing over Raquel Gonzalez. I thought that was over and done with, but it seems like Dakota Kai right now is lost in the fold. Uh, we need to get something going. Or, as I said before, you have several of these women that can move up to the main roster. I'm talking about your Raquel Gonzalez. I'm talking about your Io Shirai, your Dakota Kai's. I don't know if they're having dark matches uh, before SmackDown. Uh, I know that Tommaso Ciampa, Roderick Strong, uh, Pete Dunne, and others are having matches, but I haven't I haven't heard or seen anything about the women uh, having matches on the main roster. All right, uh, the one thing, uh, what, yeah, the one the one that Kai keeps hating on, Raquel Gonzalez says she has no excuses for not winning the women's championship. She's still coming for that title. Go the fuck away, Cora J. Why the fuck you still here? She proposes to Raquel that they tag up for the Women's Dusty Cup. And uh, Raquel ain't having none of that shit for right now, but I think they're going to tag up because they need tag teams going uh, into the Women's Dusty Cup. Malik Blade and Idris Enofe get cocky, and they don't care about who's next. They on the roll, homeboy. All right, and who is this Ollie J right here? She's performing next week in hell. Hey, she fine, too. And hey, no big ass Von, big head ass uh, Von Wagner this week, and we know the suspension has been lifted and the fines were paid. I thought Adam Pierce, uh, but I was reading in wrestling news today. Uh, well, th this was confirmed uh, a month, about a month ago that uh, Vince nixed the idea of Von Wagner going to the main roster. You haven't heard or seen him on SmackDown with uh, with uh, Adam Pierce. But I think it was Robert Stone who paid these fines because we seen him scouting big head ass Von Wagner uh, as we go along. All right, we're getting to the meat and taters of this uh, episode of NXTRL. Walter. Walter. I repeat, Walter versus Roderick Strong. Oh, what the hell happened? Man. Well, technical difficulties, man, that shit went, I don't know, an ad came up or whatever, man, what are you doing? I'm trying to do my show, man. I'm trying to do Hayes Hops. 
Yeah, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, it's Walter. I repeat, Walter versus Roderick Strong. Why did you chop Walter, Roderick? Walter returned to chop, chopping the spirit out of Strong. So you hear the Walter chants, Vince McMahon, Bruce, STD Pritchard. Strong put up a good fight and still chops Walter. Walter, I said. Yeah, Walter is trying to put Strong to sleep. Strong, like Pete Dunne, went for them fingers. And Strong lands the forearms from pillar to post. Walter going to the top, but Strong lands a huge superplex for a major hope spot. It was major. Strong's version of the Claymore couldn't get it done. Another deadly chop from Walter who then tries powerbombing Strong through the fucking ring. Good grief. <laughs> Walter gets the win. I repeat, that was Walter who got the win. I said Walter got the win. Okay? This match would have got a Corona Extra from me, but this fucking match gets a earthquake for what I'm about to share with you next. Yeah, man. Um, Shouts out to JD from New York. Uh, I think he did research on this that... Walter's name was trademarked a couple of years ago. They've already had this name. They've already had it. So what was the reason of you changing the name? Because I thought this was probably the only reason that Walter uh, was gonna um, uh, Walter was gonna keep his name just in case shit didn't work out. But obviously this wasn't the case. Yeah, man. Um, Walter's name. He says, it's Gunther. It was supposed to be Gunther Stark. They come to find out this motherfucker was a was a, a member of the Nazis. So you couldn't do that. And people were aware of this before you changed the name. So why the fuck would you continue to go through it? Why would you continue to go through it to try to test the fans? When you know this was going to get bad publicity. You know this was going get, to get, get a bad rap for you guys. But y'all still went through it anyway. Yeah, man. Uh, a while ago... Yeah, uh, so why why did they do this? Why? And, um, well, that's all about the STD. That's all about what the STD stands for, re referring to Bruce Pritchard. Pritchard. If you were a fan of the Black Dynamite cartoon series on Adult Swim, I was. There was a character that Black Dynamite ran into as a children. That's not a woman. Do look like a man to me yeah that's right bruce suck that dick pritchard you are on your way to potentially ruining a star in walter with all of the fuck shit you're doing and if i was paul levec man i'm still on bruce the first chance i get man this man cannot sit back and witness all of this shit is going on and not have vengeance in his mind man i i, I feel for you paul and this is all personal from vince and suck that dick pritchard yeah yeah what fuck is you doing but your name now bruce it's bruce suck that dick pritchard this was gonna be my last shot too but i can't give it to this neither i have to give it to to uh to something else that was was on this i'm gonna give it to the first match to benson and hedges versus the creed brothers because this shit right here soured me at the ending of this nxt <sighs> And uh, I'll be right back. Uh, ain't nobody dying. Ain't nobody getting killed today because it's too cold to come out. Back to you in two or two. As I sit back in my house shoes and relax and drink on this Perlenbacher Premium Pilsner beer, I'm here to bring you this week's review of Smack It Down as well. And I ain't ready. I'm not ready for this one. This was also a letdown. God damn, Sherry. 
Yeah, man, now I'm on Royal Rumble, uh, I believe this is Royal Rumble 1992, and this is the one where Ric Flair, the the WWF, the World Wrestling Federation Championship, was on the line in this Royal Rumble. Winner of the Rumble wins the title, and uh, it looks like the British Bulldog started this shit off, too, along with Ted DiBiase with that, damn, Sherry was like, man, Sherry, I, I concur for 20, Sherry was ready, she was ready. But, uh, of course, we know Ric Flair went on to win this one. I think he's entrant number three. I want to say three, maybe four. But, yeah, he ran the he ran the gauntlet in this one and got the ultimate prize at the end. So, that's just the one we're watching. But, unfortunately, I have to, ref- I have to review this, this horrible smack down I say everything in the beginning of this one was good. And everything at the end of this one was good. And all, everything in between... It was awful, and I'll explain that going on further. <laughs> oh shit! I feel like I got stuff. Ah, no COVID deeds, no COVID deeds. Ah. Anyway, Fridays are the new Monday. I swear this is the longest two hours of my life nowadays. I promise you. But they coming from Cashville, Tennessee. That's Nashville, Tennessee, in case you don't understand lingo. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, open the show, and they are there to celebrate the longest Universal Champion ever. 508 consecutive days. No one has ever wore it that long. Not KO, not the Drip God, not Brock Lesnar. They introduced the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Champion, your tribal chief, Roman Reigns, who always takes his time to get in the ring. <laughs> Chief asked for the mic. Where the mic at, nigga? Jay told Jimmy, give him the mic, nigga. Quit celebrating. What the fuck is going on? But he wants Nashville to acknowledge him. I, I, I love that right there. I love that. And they run a video package of everyone he smashed in 508 days. And Chief digs the video package in a drip god. Or Pat McAfee refers to him as a son of a bitch for interrupting the chief. Seth Rollins interrupts. And what kind of party would it be without him? Uh, Seth, he congratulates the chief. And they should celebrate that title. Uh, that title. Because it will come to an end. Drip says he's not responsible for his own success. That he was the chosen one. He was catered uh, to. And chief sent the Usos to Monday Night Trash. When he could have just called Drip. Yeah, he got his phone number. The Usos should be celebrated because they do all the work, like Drip and Mox. This was a big deal for whatever reason, because it's a whatever forbidden, it's imaginary forbidden door. There is no forbidden door open, whatever you're talking about. Yeah, Drip and Mox, referring to John Moxley, did the work when they were in the shield for the Chief. Chief says, did John Cena write that shit for you, nigga? He'll give the Chief uh, one-on-one at, at the Rumble if Drip and a partner can beat the Usos. Jay accepts, and he says they're good because Drip don't have a partner, but that's only until Kevin Owens comes out. And Chief says, cut their fucking music off. Cut it off, nigga. It ain't official because Chief ain't made it official. He raised the stakes. If they don't beat the Usos, Drip loses the title shot, and Chief goes on vacation to WrestleMania. Drip accepts. Like I said, it's only two, three storylines within seven hours of main roster wrestling that we can sink our teeth into. And that's sad, man. That's sad. Everything else in between is indeed filler. Question. Question. 
Do any of you give a fuck about Kofi Kingston versus Madcap Moss? Hmm. Corbin's there, so Big E is there too. But I don't give a shit. It's the Royal Rumble, and that's why you're seeing Monday Stars on Friday? How about with them injuries and Nick Khan shit-canning everyone? Huh? How about that? That's the ultimate reason why nobody's there. Come on, man. You you, you think that your fans are dumb. There's, there's a lot of pro wrestling fans out there that are not dumb. And I'm one of them. Trouble in Paradise, not a kick, Michael Cole. Gets Kofi the win. Yeah, that was in 50-50 land. Corbin don't want none as Moss gets the big ending. Yeah, this is rematch number one. How about a rematch number two? Aaliyah versus Natiti. In the land of a thousand rematches. And wow, minus the Chief and Seth Rollins feud, this is last week's show. That's what it's looking like. Natiti, being frustrated, gets herself disqualified. She tries attacking Aaliyah again. Aaliyah again. Somewhere back in catering, they found the protector. Miss Spiky the Tingle Tangle Tingle. Zaya Lee saves Aaliyah, kicking the titty in the midsection and running her ass off. Yeah, I don't think you have any time to, uh, to have these women off of TV. Like, why are they not on television? Why is Zaya Lee missing? Why have we not seen Shotzi Blackheart? What is the deal with you all not giving a shit about women's wrestling? Tell you why. Suck that dick Pritchard. How about that? No rating for that. Los Le- uh, rematch number three. Los Lotharios. Well, minus the other two teams that were in the uh, four-way last week. Yeah, they go against the War Raiders. I am not repeating myself. We are seeing the same shit over and over now. Thought they were high on Los Lotharios at first, but the heat has been cooled down. The Raiders get the win with Thor's hammer on Humberto. But who gives a fuck, though? Who gives a fuck? All right. As we dwell in the land of a thousand, we visit the Sonya Deville and Naomi shit once again. What is We're at the rematch number four. Naomi versus Charlotte Flair in a championship contenders match. Didn't give a shit about it the week before last. Don't give a shit about it now. Charles Robinson was supposed to be the ref, but Sonya Deville once again comes with her fuck shit and becomes the ref. Naomi is fucked over again. Charlotte gets the win. I don't know how she got the win because I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. That fine-ass Kayla Braxton, care about that? She's a drip god and Seth Rollins. Uh, drip god, Seth Rollins, and KO. And I don't care what she had. To, uh, they had to say because Kayla was there. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Well... Repeat, rerun. The jackass shit with Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville was terrible. The sound effects with that so-called cattle prod, that was terrible. It was a fake, of course, and I'm chanting for Rampage by now. I was like, man, please, let this shit be over with so I can move on to Rampage, man. Oh, the cattle prod wasn't on, and them sound effects was better when the, when the bitch was off. As Johnny Knoxville shocked them and threw him out the ring. How does this... Make Sami Zayn look good going up against Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental title. How? How? And, of course, we we uh, we know that Shinsuke Nakamura has been dealing with a hand injury. And I guess since they don't give a fuck about the Intercontinental title, fuck it. We'll just leave it on Shinsuke. We're, we're, not, we're not writing any stories, nothing about it. They're, make, they're making it worthless, and it's sad. All right, um... 
Eric Bischoff is indeed kissing ass in the WWE. What went wrong going to uh, what went wrong going to AEW? What went wrong today? Uh, remember, remember, these are the people that fired you in WWE. I think it was suck that Dick Pritchard that sent you on your way. And uh, I guess it's t- because Tony didn't offer you a position over there, and perhaps he his his company AEW made best what you were trying to do with WCW. And I smell a hater in the air. He and Adam Pearce have had enough of her fucking with Naomi and Eric Bischoff proposed a match to the higher ups. So we'll see if that happens uh, next week. The low down dirty Sheamus. This is rematch number five versus guess who nigga. Did you watch last week? Ridge Holland back though. Hey, he went against Dickashay. Every match, but the main event has been a rematch from last week. He suicide dived himself into a junkie knee. And I guess he needed it real bad because he got junkie kicked as soon as going back on the inside. The low down dirty gets the win. I'm not giving this shit no rating either. I rated the shit last week. I rated whatever went on last week. Rick Boom strummed the guitar backstage with Shinsuke Nakamura. And uh, <laughs> that's T. That's double J. Jeff Jarrett shows up for a quick cameo appearance because they're in... Cashville. All right. To the best part about this lackluster smackdown, the Usos versus Drip God, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. This is as good as it gets on the smackdown. And Chief needs to hold a seminar on how to watch a match on a monitor correctly. He takes a seat and he sits down and watches television like a normal fucking person. Nobody else is able to do that. So yeah, yeah, you need you need to sign several motherfuckers up for that seminar. And that was the best suicide dive though I've ever seen from Drip to the Usos. I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, he actually did a nice suicide. And the fans even sang it to his songs. Looked like face work to me. Baby face work. They tossed Samoan. They tossed uh the tossed Samoan drop to Drip. Man, that shit was dope. Hope spots back and forth to build some suspense for the upcoming title match. The Fisherman's Buster off the top rope to Jimmy from KO is always brutal. I love this spot. Stunner to Jay. Super kick to KO. Super kick to Jimmy. Roaring elbow to Jimmy. The Kirk Franklin stomp is ready to go. And wham. It wasn't Kirk Franklin stomp. It was a Superman punch to drip causing a DQ. Seth gets uh, gets his one-on-one. And Chief don't need them niggas anyway. Refer to the Usos. Let me sneak this nigga now. Yeah, man, that that was smacking down, folks. I rate this last match. This was an ice cold Heineken right here. A, a ice cold Heineken. I enjoyed this match. There was little to enjoy on this match. Should be my last shot. But since Kayla showed face, and even when she don't show face, she gets my last shot because it's Kayla Braxton. It was a sad, awful, awful smacking down. A whole smack it down full of rematches. I think I'm going to come back to you because uh, I guess I'm going to do your AEW Dynamite and Rampage review. Uh, 420 is in his feels once again. Unlock that door, nigga. Be right back in two and two. I would have a fuse and I would light it, but I don't have it. But this is Dynamite. This is your AEW Dynamite review this week, coming from Washington, D.C. Yeah, this is uh, 
where Dynamite debuted. So now here we are once again with the Dynamite coming from DC. Uh, I'm getting the news, uh, the results, courtesy of uh, E-Wrestling News, uh, because I didn't have any notes. That's 420's job. But I'm going to give you the review. Um, yeah, the show kicked off with John Moxley, returning John Moxley, who... who uh, Went to rehab for his for his demons, and the man looks good. He shed some weight. He he's he's down to the size he was as Dean Ambrose when he was in the Shield. The man looks good, and whoever the idiot was in the crowd that that uh, said what he said to I don't know what I think it was. I get that alcoholic trash out of the ring or some shit. You're a goddamn idiot, and you deserve to get your ears stomped together for that. Because there was no need for that shit. You paid all your fucking money to do that dumb shit right there. And I'm with I'm with Moxley when he told the guy to go fuck himself and told him to get the fuck get uh, tell security to get him fuck out of there. The fuck is wrong with you? Uh, and Bully Ray, Finch Straddler, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, why should he apologize to the fans about what he said? This man is obviously proud of what he done to uh to get himself back to where he needed to be. He realized that he had a problem. So yeah, if somebody disrespects you like that, of course you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna come back with the insult of your own. He did right. So kudos to John Moxley. But he talked about waking up after a bad dream, uh, with a black cloud hanging over him. He said his demons come in all shapes and sizes for everybody. And he says he has more scars in his body than most, but the important ones are what you carry inside. They are the scars that we should be proud of and make us the people we are. He believes there are a lot of people who want to write him off and down him. He says they can think that, but he will tell them what he told that black cloud. You can shove it right up your ass. He doesn't run from demons. He beats the shit out of them. He thinks, uh, Moxley thanks the people for having his back, and he says he's going on a ride this year. He's going to grab the world of wrestling by the balls because now he's truly free. Mox says if there's anybody in AEW around the world who thinks they can put him through hell, he is thirsty, and all he drinks is blood. Good for John Moxley coming back. I felt that promo that was a fire promo. It's good to see the man. These these idiots that do the dumb shit like him disrespecting Mox when he came out, shame on you. You are a dork. And hopefully the people that was up there near you uh, told you, expressed how much of a piece of shit you really were. Hopefully it got your ass to leave. All right. Um, MJF was shown backstage. Uh, he said last week was an embarrassment to the sport. <laughs> he said CM Punk didn't take the loss on the chin like a man. <laughs> and then uh, he had to grab Warlow's hair to get the win. There's a bunch of lies going on. MGF said, then says Warlow, if Warlow had more seasoning, he could have kicked out. Uh, MJF then apologized to him, saying that he's been a friend, and since today is his birthday, this is what he gets. Although, after Warlow puts it, put his hands on MJF last week, he decided to dock him his pay. MJF says tonight Sean Spears will show Wardlow how it's done as he beats CM Punk. More on the face turn eventually from Wardlow. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. A great work by MJF. He's always a prick and he's doing awesome heel work. Adam Cole and Britt Baker versus Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander. Uh, 
they set up a table and uh, on the outside. And when Adam Cole got into the ring, Cassidy went for the orange punch. And Cole avoids it. Cassidy accidentally knocked Britt off the apron and into the table. When a referee checks on Britt, Adam hits a low blow. And then the boom or the last shot. Yeah, that, that got them to win. Uh, I rated that one. Let's go with a bud, a bud like this was the first time that uh, that Adam Cole and Britt Baker tagged up in an intergender tag team match. Well, mixed tag. Uh, I enjoyed, man, what a great 450 for Chris Statlander. Like, she went off in this match. Orange Cassidy always does this thing, man. But, of course, uh, as 420 said, the ending was not in question. Uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker was not losing this. Uh, they have a t-shirt out. <laughs> I forget what the shit is called, um, but it's a decent shirt for any couples that want to wear something representing Adam Cole and Britt Baker. All right, uh, there's a little bit of tension between uh, Proud and Powerful and Chris Jericho, because Chris Jericho said he didn't care about Eric Kingston. Uh, he can uh, GFY, you know, go fuck yourself. Uh, however, though... Uh, Proud Powerful does care about Eddie Kingston as their history. They're formerly LAX, of course, uh, you, you know, or if you didn't know, that's who they were. And they questioned if Jericho has their back. They said maybe next week they might focus on them more uh, more than the inner circle. Wow. So you see the split coming, man. Adam Cole was backstage. He said Orange Cassidy has been a thorn in his side for too long. He questions what more does he have to do. They're going to cut them lights off at beach break. Hailing from Cleveland, Ohio next week. Anything goes. No, disqualif no disqualification. It is lights out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm game for that. All right, we have CM Punk versus Sean Spears. <laughs> Sean Spears looked the sneak CM Punk. And he had a great promo last week just to get countered. And he got the GTS for a quick, quick victory. I'll tell you a quick beer that I drink. I'll tell you a quick beer that I drink. I drink Bud Lights very quick. This is another Bud Lights. And yeah, if you drink them quick enough, you'll 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 end up pissing. Uh yeah, this just furthers the feud with MJF uh and CM Punk going on. CM Punk, he was celebrating on the turnbuckle. MJF came to the ring to try to sneak him. But then uh, CM Punk grabbed him by the scarf, and MJF bails out once again. But he left that scarf, and CM Punk sported it. So, yeah, like I said, once again, this is just furthering that uh, to that match. I think it's going to happen at uh, Revolution. That's where it's going to take place. Long-term booking. That's what I'm here for. This has been a great story since it first started, and I'm here for the ultimate blow-off. Uh, the, uh, gun club attacked Christian in the back, says they've been ducking, uh, well, Jurassic Express has been dunking, uh, ducking the gun club and they, they've been ranked in the top five and they deserve that shot. And cage, uh, Christian said, uh, they have it all, but they need to make a statement. Uh, they attack Christian from behind and they leave him laying back there on the, uh, on the dock. Yeah. All right, we have a returning Cody Rhodes, and this is his first appearance of the year. Uh, he gets a giant ladder, so you already know what's about to happen when it comes to the interim champion and the TMT champion. We're talking about Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes. He said he is reminded from the last match about a man who sat on stage and gave one of the most important speeches of all time. He's talking about the pipe bomb by CM Punk. Someone told him to save this promo, but he doesn't know if he will get the chance. So he's doing it now. 
right? Cody says in the uh, Cody says that Punk said things that were taboo at the time, as fate would have it. Punk couldn't do those things. A Royal Rumble champ broke uh, broke out, and Cody swiftly goes back to Punk. Man, come on, man. He's not going to the Royal Rumble. Stop. Stop with your forbidden door bullshit. Cody goes back to Punk and he says he's enjoying the comeback of the decade. However, in the void that Punk left behind, someone did everything that Punk said, and that was Cody. He did it, and he says he won't turn heel because when he needed the fans, they cheered him the most. Cody says people talk about the forbidden door, but if you're a journalist and disagree with what he says, you are doing it wrong. And I agree. Cody says before there was a door, he was the one who built it. Cody says he is gone for two weeks and then the Young Bucks almost started Wednesday Night Wars again as Wild Red Dragon pass hip toss class. He doesn't need to see the Bucks defeat them again. And he says the lethal injection is the one cutter people don't kick out of. He then says they're not about renaming talent, but if you come in and call yourself Brody, you got balls. Hmm? How about that? And he will let you know how much in eight years when the kid Brody Jr. shows up. Cody says then AEW doesn't have secondary belts, but the only reason they do now is because there are two. And he says it is clear what should be done. And he knows Tony Khan sent the contract in the mail. Maybe it wasn't the one he wanted, but he says at Beach Break, two, two titles, one champion. What do you say, Sammy? Ladder match happening. The ladder match is happening, happening and I'm here for that as well. Uh, me and 420 discussed about um, the debate uh, are the fans booing Cody because they think Cody is entitled to too much or are these boos coming because the fans want Cody to be healed. I sided more with the boos coming because Cody should be healed uh, because he showed signs of it and I for one, I enjoyed heel Cody. I enjoyed the corporate bear. I enjoyed uh, Brandy taking all the shots. <laughs> but, you know, there, there's definitely great value there. And the fans will ultimately tell you when it's time to turn face or heel. But absolutely great promo by Cody. And hopefully he shut the mouths of people who are always talking about this forbidden door. If there is a forbidden door open, it's more on AEW side, rather WWE. Uh, Well... Backstage, Anna Jay will challenge for the TBS championship. Mark Sterling says they're thrilled to accept the challenge as Anna reminds Jay there is a dark side to her and she will do whatever it takes to win. Uh, Jay says Anna needs to understand where they are. This is that bitch show. Yeah, first of all, I agree this is a bitch show. Uh, I ain't been here in a long time. Uh, they, got this, they got this fake shack running out of Papa John's. And I just say, uh, uh, I say, Jay Cargill, Jay Cargill is that bitch. I don't want to call her a bitch, but she is that bitch. And she's going she, she, she gonna to retain that title. Come Rampage. Because I'm outstanding. I'm prolific. I'm, 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 I'm phenomenal. I'm exciting. Thanks, Shaq. Thanks. Uh, how is that pizza, by the way? I haven't had it. I haven't had it. I haven't had it. Wait a minute. Where am I? Uh, you're, you're in the dot cave. Oh, this is a lot, lot better. I ain't got to deal with Charles Barkley. The House of Black versus Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. Malachi Black drops Griff Garrison with a black with a back elbow straight away. Then he hits another kick as Brody King comes in and drops him. Pillman Jr. is able to tag in and he connects with a punch. 
However, Brian then questions the springboard after last week when it led to him losing. He argues with his partner on the outside, and King charges Garrison to the steps inside the ring. The two men work together to take down Pillman while Griff, while, uh, while Griff Garrison takes a clothesline from King. The House of Black then hit that double team to pick up a dominant victory. Uh, I think it's the it's similar to Thor's hammer that the War Raiders use, but good showing for the debut of Brody King. I love the visual uh, for for this tag man. Yeah, I give this a let's give this a uh, Perlenbacher. Uh, I just think within time, uh, Malachi Black will get his just due with AEW. Unlike unlike in WWE, it's definitely their loss. Uh, Brody King, it, it was right for him to come in. I do think Julia Hart is still going to be that that person that is added to the House of Black, uh, to the House of Black, and it looks like that he's trying to garner some fans because he tells the House of Black to stand up, get on their feet. Uh, a video, a video of Pat then appears, and I couldn't see at first, but I can see now. Yeah, he says Black might have some spells, but the bastard is out of his reach. Pack says he's going to make a martyr of him. All right, Rapongi Vice uh, was there along with Brandon Cutler. Uh, Rocky Romero says a week after week, they're getting tired of hearing the same shit. And they tell Trent, he tells Trent that they beat the Young Bucks. So uh, they put out a challenge once again for them on Rampage. We know they went against each other countless times in uh, New Japan and other promotions. So that's that's going for Rampage. Frankie Kazarian versus Lance Archer with uh, Jake Roberts and Dan Lambert. So I don't know if it's a deal going and Dan Lambert is going to take over uh, uh, for Lance Archer. Uh, Lance Archer's been chilling. He's been eating real good. And it's only but so much you can do uh, with, a, with a neck injury. So I kind of understand where he wasn't able to work, uh, to work out, but... He didn't lose anything in the ring. I think this match went a bit too long. Uh, people uh, were sour about Kazarian uh, taking the L the way he did. But however else, if, you're, if, if your next opponent is going to be the AEW champion, Adam Page, then somebody has to take that L. And Kazarian hasn't been doing much as of late anyway. So why not? Why not? Yeah, uh, Lance Archer... Uh, Hit uh, hit Frankie Gazarian with a choke slam, and then he follows with the blackout. Lance Archer gets the win. After the match, Dan Lambert says that Hangman Page and his friends play video games inside. He says Page ain't prepared for this monster. Archer grabs the microphone and says, "Enough of this cowboy bullshit." He's gonna show him what he will do. Then he sends Gazarian to the ramp as he looks to choke slam him onto a chair. But here comes Adam Page. Page goes face to face with Lance Archer and slaps him in the face, and the two men then start going back and forth. However, Page uses his boot to smash around the head, uh, to smash the head of Archer. He blocks the buckshot lariat, but keeps fighting and sends Archer out of the ring, walking back up the ramp. All right, uh, do I rate that one? Because it went oh man. Speaking of Jake the Snake, this is heel Jake the Snake Roberts. Putting them soup bones to Rowdy Roddy Piper in the ring while Flair is laid the fuck out in this Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I love heel Jake the Snake Roberts, man. I I, I was kind of mad that them demons got to him, but this was this was the best Jake the Snake right here. Um, well, we we see that uh, <laughs> 420 refers to him as the. Uh, <laughs> 
the black Austin Aries, Leo Rush is uh, they're not reviewing they're not renewing his contract as he goes on elsewhere to try to build his brand. So uh, backstage, Dante Martin says Matt Seidel has been watching his back, so he has his and Lee Moriarty's back, and they say they'll watch his back. Ricky Starks and Hobbs then appears, and Stark says nobody is his friend, and Hobbs tells him to have people watching all sides of him, nigga. Damn right, nigga. <laughs> Layla Hirsch, uh, she has a back and forth with Chris Statlander for costing them thousands. <laughs> and uh, Red Velvet tries to calm her down. She then tells her to shut up. And Layla, I think she turns heel, attacking both women. So there it is. I think it's official. Layla Hirsch is now heel. Sky Blue and them Sky Blue Yams versus Serena D. Uh, Serena D brings... Uh, her opponent to the mat early and then slaps her head into an arrogant manner. Well, in an arrogant manner. She follows that up with a shoulder tacker, tackle, but Sky Blue is able to get one shot get uh, get one shot in before uh, being hung up on the middle rope. Deep follows that up by pulling her opponent head first to the bottom rope. She remains in control throughout and locks in the serenity submission for the win. I think a little monkey was poking out as well. Yeah, Serena D won won that match, so Serena D is definitely still looking strong. Uh, I see her in the main event column as well as this women division in AEW continues to get better and better. It doesn't look like it did when AEW first started, but more as these non-complete classes run out, you see more of of uh, talent coming into AEW. I still think Athena will be coming in. Uh, I still think a. Uh, uh, what was her name? What was her name on uh, in WWE? Uh, I want to say Piper Niven, but she's still there. Uh, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. I think that she'll be one that'll definitely add on to whatever's going on. <laughs> Them New Zealand yams, Tony Storm, man. What are you talking about, man? But I give I give this uh, Sky Blue ass whipping <laughs> of a match by Serena D. I give this match uh, a beer that'll whip your ass if you drink enough of them. <laughs> Bud Light Platinum. I won't go near them shits no more. They pack. Too much of a punch. I don't want no pots. No pots. All right. Uh, Ethan Page tells John Moxley he's up to the task. He's been racking up victories, and he tells Tony Khan to look no further than him to face Moxley on Friday. Sarah, Sammy Guevara is shown on vacation, and uh, he has his cue cards. <laughs> he doesn't talk, but <laughs> he accepts. He accepts the ladder match with Cody Rhodes. And Matt Hardy has sold Andrade 51% of HFO. Andrade says he is a president now, and Matt says they will be the HFHO moving forward. Andrade says Darby Allen is someone they want in the group. I still want the little kid. And um, I just think right now it's just too much talent there to, to right now give everybody what they want. What's the rush? My question is, what's the rush? You have you you're in year number three of AEW being a thing, and there's gonna be time for everything. Some people say give it a chance in WWE, and we're ultimately always let down. And I'm not biased; I'm a fan of both. But we see what WWE does when people say, "Oh, give it time." It's part to further the story. Either they drop the story, or they shit can the talent that's in the storyline. Everybody will get their chance to eat as they go along. Andrade is no different. All right. Um, the Acclaim versus Darby Allen and Sting. 
okay? Uh, Max uses his power to get Bowens, uh, to get to Bowens as he lights up Darby with a flurry of moves. He then drops Darby as the acclaim hit the mic drop, but Sting breaks it up. This happened all on the outside, I believe. He then launches both men to the ramp. Sting then launches himself off the ramp. What a splash! Yes, 60-plus-year-old Sting splashing Max Caster through a fucking table. Inside the ring, Bowen hit the exposed turnbuckle and then eats a stunner, which set, which set up the coffin drop. Darby Allen Sting gets the win. Uh, this was my last... This match was my last... Well, shit. <sighs> I can't I can't say that. I would say this match, motherfucking that that promo by Cody, as well as a promo with John Moxley, all of that in a nutshell gets the last shot. This match right here, this gets another ice cold Heineken. This is the way if you're gonna book Sting, this is the way that you book Sting. Sting has been he, he has looked incredible. While he's been in AEW, unlike in WWE, where they just completely just shitted on that. They completely fucked Sting up in WWE. We all know why, because Vince did not create that shit at all. So we're gonna we're gonna go to the results of Rampage. Because I don't have any notes, but I can give you the results of what happened last night on Rampage. Thank you guys for listening in on this solo dolo. Um, this is my second one, and I'm hoping I hope that I'm giving it justice. I mean, I'm by myself. You know, it's only so much you can do by yourself, but hopefully you are entertained by the comment that I'm by the content that I'm giving you as we speak. All right, we're gonna find the results. There we go. I'm still watching the Royal Rumble. Ric Flair is still in there. Uh Jake the Snake is on the on the on the apron. We got Wyndham Rotunda's daddy, Mike Rotunda. We got Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Uh, we we have legends. We have a bunch of legends in the ring as we speak as they fight on with that rumble. All right, we got the results of the matches in shit. Oh, I know, I know, four twenty is gonna be happy about that. Oh, you take you take take for me. You take for me, nigga. You take for me. Anyway, this is. AEW Rampage results. All right. John Moxley versus um versus Ethan Page. Ethan Page just beat uh, Ethan Page got his ass whooped. John Moxley fucked his ass up at the end and put him the fuck to sleep. And then he put him in the uh paradigm shift. Yeah, great showing for the return of John Moxley. He leaves the ring and then on the outside we see uh he he exit, you know, through the crowd. But right there by the door was Brian Danielson. Sign me up for whatever they have ahead. Brian Danielson, I think, will do great heel work. But this is going to be a great match. I know we've possibly seen it in the WWE. But how better is it going to be in AEW? Uh, Matter of fact, I give that first first rating for that John Moxley versus Ethan Page match. Let's give it a high life, man. Great return. Great return. Uh, Jungle Boy says they're gonna have some get back uh with the Gun Club, and they aren't coming to wrestle. They are coming to fight. Yeah, it's a big fight that's about to happen. Jurassic Express versus the Gun Club coming soon. How about this? This is a great ass match between Trent Beretta 
and Nick Jackson. Need I say more? I think I'm going to do 420 on this one. Uh, Trent Beretta, he got the win. I forget what that driver is called, but yeah, it was a shocker. Trent Beretta defeated Nick Jackson. How about that? Um, Trent Beretta still shows some kind of heel turn type of deal um, when it comes to uh, his reaction to... Uh, Ah, I forget his name. I forget. The Asian dude. <laughs> and the best friends. Yeah, he ain't showing him no fucking love. And this match was changed. It was supposed to have been Rapongi Vice versus the Young Bucks. I I guess uh we didn't see um we didn't see Trent Beretta's Trent's uh tag team partner. I don't know if he has uh COVID or whatnot, but he wasn't there. This match was changed. Uh, I give this match another, uh, this is, yeah, this is another high life, man. This, this match went in. Watch this match. Hook <laughs> whips a Pentacle's ass, uh, even when he had the streamers on. Like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker said, fuck that shit, you getting this work, got choked the fuck out, Hook won. No question asked. And then, um, and then the, the, the factory... As in, uh, God, why am I geeking on these names? As in a bad haircut guy, <laughs> QT Marshall, he he got he got backdrop on the uh, on the ramp. So I guess Hook is a face. It's it's hard to it's hard to decipher what Hook is. I know this much: the fans love him. The fan, man, Macho Man, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, motherfucking uh, the Undertaker. That's all who's in this match at the moment. Man, it's a who's who in this Royal Rumble right here, bro. Uh, but yeah, man, that was a, that was a quickie. And, uh, yeah, we had Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay for the TBS championship at the end. We knew Jade Cargill was not losing. Anna Jay put forth a decent effort, but ended up getting a glam slam in the end. And, uh, Jade Cargill remains undefeated, undefeated. So, uh, I have a rating for it. No, you don't have a rating for it. I have a rating for it. Yeah, this is Shaq once again. I rate this match because Jay Cargill, once again, showed what she was. She's that bitch. I won't call her a bitch, but she's that bitch. I rate this one. Seven Papadillas for this match right here because she's terrific. I'm terrific. The match was horrific. The glam slam was horrific, and I'm outstanding. Yeah, man, this was a this was a quick win when it came to Rampage. Great Rampage. Great Dynamite, by the way. Come on, man. NXT was decent, but shit, man. You're, WWE is not giving me enough. Like I'm excited for Wednesdays. I'm excited for after when SmackDown comes off. These have been solid shows. I don't give a fuck about the ratings. I give a fuck about the content that I watch to where I'm entertained and I'm enjoying what I'm watching. I don't feel like I'm forced to watch whatever uh, whatever's on on television pertaining to to the wrestling that I like. Um, last shot for this one. I have to go. With that Trent Beretta and Nick Jackson match. Nick Jackson doing what he does. The motherfucker is fluid in a ring. Uh, Trent Beretta, uh, he's looking better than ever. Trent, Trent always put on decent matches. But he's got a little bit a little bit more aggressive. He's wrestling with a chip on his shoulder now. And I like it. I like it. Uh, well, that was episode 106. You can find me. At Twitter, Mr4.0.Dotman211. Dotman211 on Facebook. We have a page, Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles over there. Like and share. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. 
And when you tell that friend, you tell them to tell another one. I want you to do the same shit over there at 631 Entertainment. That's our other page where we want to run under uh, all of our content under. That is the umbrella of 631 Entertainment. Then I want you to do the same shit over there at Reddit as well. Also, man, look us up on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever we can be found at. Look us up, man. We don't we don't plan on doing any less. We're keeping that foot on the gas and moving forward, man. And, you know, certain situations like this would come up. You may get a solo dolo here and there. But, you know, we hope that I, for one, hope that you're being entertained as one or other. We'll get back to doing what we do as we get the 631 headquarters. But you got the show from the dot cave. Thank each and every one of you. The fans that, that we have and the fans that we have yet to get, man. We got something here. We are very knowledgeable in what we do, man. And like I said, if I'm going to do anything, if I know anything... I know wrestling. I've been watching it my whole life. I'm going to continue to enjoy this Royal Rumble right here after this show ends, man. Thank you guys for once again listening, man. And this is Hayes Hops. I can sizzle as much as I want without losing my breath because 420 ain't around. I am Dotman211 once again. Check us out at Royal Rumble next week. I'm in it, bitch. <laughs> Penalty beer will be on the line, by the way. And turnbuckles. Ain't nobody dying. Ain't nobody getting killed. Nigga, it's too cold. <laughs>